The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. So glad to have you on board today. This should be a fun show. It's a topic that we are covering that almost every mom will identify with. And that is comparison. How do you feel when you view your friends on Facebook whose lives might look better than yours? Or the mom on the PTA who might seem like a more dedicated mother or any other number of comparisons? Are you just worn out by judgment and feeling judged and comparing and all of it? We're going to have a little talk about this, about how to get over it as a mom and help your kids get over it too. Coming up, the author of the new book, get ready for this title, I'm Happy For You, sort of, not really, that is the name of her book and I totally get that. My great hope has always been that we can love and encourage moms and each other, each other as mothers in our society because our society is failing at it. Our media is failing at it. I want a mom revolution where we love moms, which in turn helps moms to love and raise their children, and that helps our world. So it all comes together, and that's why there is Channel Mom. So my hope for all this is motivated by the love of God for mothers and for their babies. And by the way, I want a little grace, too. I don't want a mom to tune into the show and think, oh, I'm not good enough for these people because they're holier than thou, and they're Jesus followers. I do not want moms to feel like they can't tune in if they don't agree with everything I say. I don't want a mom who differs from me politically to think there's no room for me, for her in my heart. I want to be an encouragement and uh, somebody who loves and coaches every mom who tunes into this show. I have huge high hopes for us as mothers. In honor of all this, we did have a wonderful event last night, and I'm so grateful for all of the folks who attended, the moms, the dads, the kids, the people without any kids. I mean, amazing support for Channel Mom at our Neon Moms 5K Run Walk Stroll, our first annual one at Clement Park in Littleton. So awesome to see all those mothers there and and hug them and thank them. Um, We had a ton of neon, so everybody was glowing in the dark by the end of the race. We had two great bands, prize giveaways, yummy food. Ah, such a great family event. I do need to give a little credit to a couple of folks that are there. All of this was raising money for Channel Mom Media and Outreach so we can reach more mothers and do outreach for more moms. But we do want to thank all the folks who helped sponsor. El Dorado Natural Spring Water, Mission Hills Church, Sandstone Care, Aspen Ridge Recovery, the Christian Women's Business Organization, King Supers and Safeway both donated, and Salem's KRKS Radio right here also donated. And finally, BTO Frozen Yogurt was there. Izzy Martin and the Mike Eulery Connection uh, were the bands and our amazing mom volunteers. So grateful to everybody who was there and who helped. Uh, Just incredible. I, I don't deserve it, but God deserves it and moms deserve it. So I'm so happy that you were there. Now, I want to get to my guest who's going to help moms with a big issue that we all face. 
in our, our current culture with Facebook comparisons and the ability to text and send the photo of your new house and, uh, you know, stuff on television that you can compare yourself to and stuff on podcasts I mean, whatever it is. There are a million ways that you can compare yourself to other mothers and other families and feel less than. And I think it's devastating. And, and we're going to talk about this. Do you know that people who are on social media, they've now discovered, tend to be more depressed? People who follow and are avid users of social media, more depressed. And I wonder why. So our next guest describes herself this way. She says, I'm a mother of five, three of which fall into the tween teen category. I'm a recovering enabler, procrastinator, controller, grammar hacker, and am calendar challenged. I identify with a lot of that. Her official biography tells us that Kay has held positions, get this, at the White House, the Staubach Company, Roger Staubach, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, big time quarterback, and Bank of America. She's also written this new book, which I just referred to, called I'm Happy For You, Sort of. Not really. And uh, it's all about finding contentment in a culture of comparison. Her first book got a lot of attention. It was called Cleaning House, a mom's 12-month experiment to rid her home of youth entitlement. Amen, sister. Welcome, my new BFF. <laughs> Not the truth. <laughs> Kay, yes, Kay Will. It's Kay Will's Wyma. Am I saying your name right? I should have you asked are. you off here. Yeah, okay. You are. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks I'm, so much. I'm, what a fun place to be. Thanks oh, for having me. Oh, goody. I'm glad it's a fun place. I should have. That should be our new branding. Channel Mom, <laughs> a fun place. <laughs> okay. So tell me. I mean, you. You. Oh, boy, did I identify with this book. I mean, right out of the gate, you were talking about the things that we feel on on the back of the book it says tired of performing feeling weighed down by the pressure to be pinteresting does your friend's <laughs> wardrobe or body or marriage or paycheck or vacation plans or photo shoot worthy home decor leave you wishing your life looked much more like hers essentially i mean th- i think so many moms feel like that right now in the modern world tell me the motivation behind the book uh the same reason why you have this radio show yeah. Because it's just, it's like we've been sold a bill of goods. It's just not real. And why would we let it suck all of the joy, a, a, a large part of joy from our lives? Not yeah. just our lives, but, you know, you don't have to look too far to watch it going on in your kids' lives. And and so it's like, let's put the oxygen mask on our on ourselves first. And we are all in it together. And I think that's a big reason why. I heard so many people struggling with it. I've seen it throughout the country. And it's it's brutal. It is brutal. And I, at the beginning of your book, you're talking about how you have a quiet space and you, and you think, okay, it's quiet. So what? let me go check my text and let me go check my Facebook. And, and I think we're a little bit addicted, but then I come away most of the time depressed. And I have some Facebook uh, posts to share with you today because I went and looked at some to, to see which ones were depressing me <laughs> in comparison. And I thought, Kay and I need to talk about this because I have a feeling millions of mothers are struggling with this same comparison issue. So, so is busy, like being busy, is that like the new bragging, right? Like busy, busy, busy. I mean, are we stuck in that right now? I think it is. I think it's a societal message that, that has groomed us from the beginning saying busy is better. Busy means that you're somebody. Mm-hmm. And so we equate our self-worth to those kinds of things. And, and it's a, it's a wheel that never stops. You know, busy's brutal. All the er words are brutal. Better, faster, smarter, skinnier, you know, all the yeah. errs. And then the lesson, because you, you added that at the beginning. This, this strange inequality, you know, less than and greater than, or even more or best. Those are, those things are tricky because there's no end to them. And so it's like you get involved in trying to be those things 
and you can't stop. And the world has said to us, well, the busier you are, the more you've got, the harder you try, then, then that means that you're somebody. And I think at the end of the day, people just, it's like, I just want to be okay. You know, I want to belong. I want to be accepted. And, and more than anything, you throw, you throw your kids into the mix. And, and I know that you and me and all of your listeners, there's nothing in our lives that we want to do better than those kids. Yeah. And it's like, just let me be okay with that. The job stuff, I'd like to do well. But those kids, that I really care about. And somewhere along the way, parenting has become like a, an Olympic sport, you know? It's really like, yeah. so, you know, you get an eight or a nine, and, and we're graded, and we grade each other. And it's it's a very interesting cesspool that the only, I think the only way out of it is us helping each other get out of it and, and, and to quit. Yeah, and you, you don't got, have to. you got to give advice with a measure of grace, because I find on the show – that sometimes I go off a little bit and, and a mom might feel like I'm judging her because she's not doing what I think she should be doing to be a good mom. And, and I've re, you know, God's kind of shown me recently, knock it off. You need to love on every mom, no matter where she's at and stop making her compare herself to you and stop comparing yourself to her. And, and I think a lot of moms are in that place. So I just want to offer, offer a ton of grace to moms who are just trying to raise their babies. But here's the interesting thing. We only have about three minutes left in this segment, maybe just a little bit more. But the interesting thing is that you say it's like parenting is an Olympic sport right now, but I also find that parenting is either de-emphasized or ridiculed or put in an unrealistic light in our popular culture and our media culture. So moms are caught where they can't just sit down and think we're going to have a whole day of just we're going to have we're going to say a prayer. We're going to go on a nature walk. We're going to do all stuff that we can't Facebook and it's not going to look pretty, but it's going to be stuff that's important. We're, you know, we're going to go to the homeless shelter. And by the way, we're not going to Facebook it when we do it to brag to everybody that we're at the homeless shelter. You, you see what I'm saying? There's like oh, this, yeah. there's this sickness that goes on in our popular culture that doesn't really feed a mom. No, and and that popular culture is relatively new. And so it's like I think people are still trying to figure out how to live within it and because the social media isn't the problem. It's our relationship with the social media that's the issue. And yeah. so, and with it comes this propensity to perform. And by that, it's just like on a stage, that kind of performance where everything is on a stage. And it isn't. <laughs> it's like yeah. what's wrong with that? And, and I think let's call it out, call a spade a spade and go, oh, yeah. When I when I when we're at the homeless shelter with the kids and we're trying to teach them how to give to others and we put it on Facebook or whatever, then we've made it about ourselves. Well, that's sort of a small problem because it just ruined the volunteer aspect yeah. of it. But that's from the get-go. Society is sending that message even to you know to you with young children. You want them to get into college, so you've got to have all these extracurricular activities and be on these teams. And it goes on and on and on and on and on, and uh, it 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 perpetuates itself. And it's like, can we slow down? Can we take a breath? Is that stuff real? And I think that's what you do on your show is discuss these kinds of things and go, oh, I think we can breathe in the midst. Yeah, we have to. And yeah. and so I want to make sure we touch a little bit on your other book as well, how you try to get your kids over <laughs> being entitled. I mean, my, I, I started. Think we have the wackiest house around here. <laughs> Well, that's okay, though. It's, it's, it's awesome because the other day, and my son's so used to the speech, I've got about a minute and a half left, so I'm just going to wrap up with this, and then I'm going to tell moms, you're going to give them tips 
about four words, not three, four words that you say to your kids to get them (laughs) to your kids and to yourself to get yourself to a better place with this culture of comparison and feeling judged and judging others and just to help moms get to a new place. But last night, my son was being terribly ungrateful. And so I started the lecture. I started the, do you know that I have a friend and it was going to be about her cancer and everything else. And and it was going to be about African children who are starving. and, And I was like, you just feel like everything needs to be work for you well all the time because you're an American child who's very privileged and he's like mom I know the speech I know I'm privileged you know all of that so it, <laughs> he's used to the speech and I'm sure your kids maybe are as well <laughs> uh, but coming back we are gonna help you with author Kay Willis Wyma who has written the book I'm happy for you sort of not really finding contentment in a culture of comparison and my timer is going off. I apologize for the background news. But uh, we're going to tell you about that. We're going to help you as moms to stop feeling compared, to stop feeling judged, to get to a new place. I know Kay can help you. She's a mother of five. She gets it. So she's going to help you coming back. Once again, thanks to all the folks who helped us with the Neon Moms 5K for Channel Mom. Ugh, we're so blessed. We need funds to do more of this for mothers, both in the airwaves and on the ground. So thank you for your help. And uh, we'll be right back with Kay Wills Wyma. I think I called her Willis. Kay Wills Wyma. I'm happy for you. And she's going to help you get happy for other people. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom, where I think we're talking about an, an important topic that just about every mom out there needs to hear some encouragement on, and that is comparing herself to other moms and feeling compared and feeling like she doesn't measure up and feeling like her house isn't nice enough. I've been struggling with that lately, going to other moms' houses and leaving and thinking, I have such a hillbilly house. And I, you know what? I have a girlfriend that says, I, I should not say that word because she's from Tennessee. And she says, that's an offensive word to people in Tennessee. So I'm sorry I said that word. But I feel like I have a backwards house. <laughs> I have a hot tub that's surrounded by dirt. I was just telling Kay that. So um, I compare and then it just is devastating. And then I hurt other moms because when I compare, then it makes me resent them and all this other stuff. And I'm, I'm sure many moms in our audience have been in this place. And I want to help you. And Kay has some fabulous advice that involves four words when you find yourself in that Facebook, Twitter, Pinteresting uh, world where you're comparing too much. So we want to welcome back Kay Wills Wyma, the author of I'm So Happy for You, Sort of, Not Really, Finding <laughs> Finding Contentment in a Culture of Comparison. You need me to read your title on your audiobook. <laughs> You're right. I'm glad you like it. I fought for that one. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's perfect. Okay, so I was going through Facebook today to grab some quotes from people, and I love these people. I'm not putting them down. But I was grabbing some stuff to say, Would this, did this make me a little insecure? And I tried to grab the ones that made me the most insecure. And one woman posted about getting flowers uh, right out of the gate as soon as she woke up for her anniversary. And then she said, and of course, the flowers were the tip of the iceberg, surf and turf, crab legs and deer steak, artichokes, and my favorite wine for dinner. Now, I hope this woman doesn't get mad at me because I love her. But of course, that can make you feel insecure. Like, what about the women whose husbands don't do that stuff for them? 
And then another said, well, you know, you're getting older when the baby is looking all grown up. Proud of you to her daughter. She says her name and cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. And it's a drop dead, gorgeous, airbrushed picture of the daughter. And then finally, sending this precious one off to Prague. Be safe, have fun, and don't forget to get some studying done. Love you so much. And I thought, what about all the moms who could never get their kids to a university that would take them to Prague or couldn't afford to send their kid to Prague. So, I mean, there's all this stuff on Facebook and I'm continually, you know, seeing people's home remodels and seeing their darling things that their children said and seeing what they've done on Pinterest and the fabulous recipe they made for Thanksgiving. And I just, it can be very devastating. And as I said at the open of the show, they have now discovered that people who surf around on social media tend to be more depressed. Yeah, and it's actually a clinical term now called Facebook depression. Uh, and part of it, what they say is that, and, and, and it's it's like, okay, all of those things could make anybody's stomach hurt just a little bit going, I'm like, yes. that isn't me. That is, and it's like, what's wrong with me? What do I care? Because we used to not know this stuff, okay? That really was nobody's business, and yeah. only your best friends knew about it. And yet now we have this new medium to be able to do these things, which has so many great things about it, because it's fun to keep up with people. And and who doesn't love a Facebook birthday? <laughs> it's like yeah. the happiest day ever. Yeah. But part of the problem is, and, and, and this is where they're finding issues, not just with with people as, as parents, but they're really seeing it in college-age kids where they're having these kids on campuses, and there are major, major problems because uh, they live with uh, carefully curated like depictions you know, of what they see or what they post that don't necessarily provide the full picture. And it's like in the in the book, I call it a glimpse because my neighbor stopped me one day and she's like, oh, the glimpse. I hate the glimpse. And there happened to be a birthday party at the end of our block. We live close to a park. And it was, you know, I live in Texas. It was a big party. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you could see these massive undertakings, even for a two-year-old that yeah. it's like, what? And so there goes this pressure, you know, and it's, all these things you should be doing that might show that you are a good parent. And so her first thought when she walked out the door was, oh, my gosh, was is my kid supposed to be there? And it's like, was he invited? Oh, my goodness. You wonder and it's like, ah, what are you doing? Because that, that may not even be anybody you know. And then she's sitting there in her mind instantly going, is that the kind of party I'm supposed to throw? Is that because, well, that is that the party to do? Yeah. And she's and she's like, it's the glimpse. It's so terrible. And and it's this picture. We see them literally on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Instagram, literal pictures. And but really, it's all it is. It's just a moment. Well, and what's no the, idea what's on the other side of that moment? What's the term about what you post on Facebook? There's a term about it's your um, the highlight reel. Yeah, your highlight reel goes on yeah. Facebook, and so you compare your real your life, regular. Yeah, yeah, to everybody else's highlight reel. And and I think it's affecting our teens. I mean, I I see. Um, my children, that the more their faces on their screens and in their screens, the more kind of grumpy they get. They do get grumpy, and so do we. Okay, yeah. So, so what do you do with that? The truth is the people that are posting these pictures, which is, it can be you and me on any day. Absolutely. I'm guilty. Regular. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just a moment. Okay, the moment, even the people in the moment and on and the people looking at the moment, there are people involved. So step one, it's like, realize these are real people just like you and me. And by the way, 
people are just like you and me, and they are seeing the pictures doing the same thing you are. And there goes this, like, can I breathe in the moment? And that's where these words, I'm happy for you, come into play. And they really and truly are words that I discussed with my one of my teenage daughters when she was coming out of a classroom. I'm going to interject and say these are Kay's precious words of wisdom to you. If you're tired, I'm serious. If you're tired of struggling and having your kids struggle with constantly comparing what everybody else is doing and how everybody else looks and how much weight somebody's lost and what their home remodel looks like, if you're struggling with this, Kay has four wonderful words to help you get to a new place and help your kids get to a new place. Tell us about it. Because your self-worth, my self-worth is not defined by anybody else. My thinness has nothing to do with somebody else's body, no. you know, and yet we may, it's like we can't stop ourselves from going there. And so these words, I'm happy for you. And, and honestly, the truth is for me, it's sort of not really like, really, it's like, go ahead and say the truth. I'm not really happy for you yes. I want to be you. Well, yeah. What is our problem? I get so I upset with my myself in front of that ocean. Yeah. yeah. So what is that about? Why, why can't we be happy for people? And why do we need to teach ourselves to be happy? I don't for- know, but it's just who we are. Okay. So there. That's who we are. And here comes this walking life together. Because guess what? We can help each other in this one. And go, it's just a glimpse. That stuff is just a glimpse. If I really recognize that and realize there's a person on the other side of that who is struggling with the exact same things, for a moment I actually can say those words. And go, you know what? I really am glad for her. I am so glad she gets to have an evening dinner with her husband. Yeah. You know, your friend. Because you have no idea what led up to that. They could have had, like, the week from hell back to school. Yes. You know, where yes. everything's falling apart, where they really are looking at the picture of the kid going off to college, some wonderful overseas place, and theirs will never go to college. And so I'm glad. And it's like, can I go to the rest of the picture, to the, re- you know, Paul Harvey it? Get the rest of the story yeah. and, and sit there for a minute. And here's the, here's the beauty of it. If you can for just a second, even if you fake it, you know, research shows that even if we fake things, are like a smile, a smile literally will make you feel better because your body doesn't know the difference. The movement of the, mo- of the muscles actually release the endorphins. And so if you have to fake it, try it, you know, because what happens in that moment of genuinely saying I'm happy to you to, to somebody or for somebody, yeah. it takes your eyes off yourself. Yes. Well, and behold, there's happiness involved when we're not completely self-absorbed, yeah. which is what these social media platforms unintentionally or intentionally, I don't think it matters. It promotes self-absorption. And that's why our kids are uncomfortable because it's like, it's gross. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And we have a lot of women of faith who listen to the show. And even the Bible says that we should laugh with people and mourn with people. So we we should be happy with people. We are asked to do that. And we're going to be happier when we can be happier for other people. So we only have about three minutes left. I wanted to talk to you about your other book, but you're going to just have to come back on the show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, we don't We're not going to do it because I'm just going to have you back on the show Um, because I want to talk about how we rid our kids of this this grumpiness when they're comparing themselves to others and how they get entitled. Like, well, I deserve to be as happy for as happy as they are, mom. So go out and buy me the new whatever they're showing on Facebook. So you've got another book about that, your 12 month experiment to rid your home of youth entitlement. So we'll have you back to talk about that. But in the meantime, I want you to to give our moms just some last words about how you want to comfort them 
in this age of comparison and, and you just want to say, girl, you can get beyond this and, and you can love on other moms and they can love on you and you don't have to all be in competition, what would you say? Yeah, I would really say one one of the tips we give in the book is the idea of a warm reboot, like a mental reboot, like you used to do with a computer, Control-Alt-Delete, you know, if it's not working, turn it off and turn it back on. Yeah. And and it's this idea, when you start to feel that heavy pressure way down, recognize it, because it is something. If you're in the carpool line looking over and, and everything looks perfect, with all those children getting in the car, stop, you know, control. Recognize you have the thought. Get an alternative perspective. Go to those places, either one where you're grateful, literally grateful for the things that you've got going on. Sit in that carpool line and go through your your photos on your phone. And remember that there were hard times going on with all those laughing times at the same time. Yeah, you know? that, yeah that's and good. Get a good perspective. Gra- Gratitude so powerful. But so is appreciating the fact that somebody else has got other stuff going on and then stop, delete, you know, control, alt, delete. Yeah. Stop. I like it. Stop it. So, (laughs) yes, you're fabulous. And you and I are going to have a Skype lunch someday. Um, Can you please tell folks how to find you, your fabulous blog and your books? (laughs) Well, I'm on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. At the, okay, so it's the Moat Blog, M O A T B L O G, themoatblog.com, and it is, it actually is the Moat Blog on Facebook, Facebook too, and on Twitter. I'm not an excellent social media person, but it sure is nice to walk the road together. We, and I hope we do it laughing along the way. I hope so too, and I'm so glad you're doing preteens and teens because I'm doing the same thing. So, um, you're darling, and I hope to have you back on the show, Kay. <laughs> and uh, the new book is I'm Happy for You, Sort of, Not Really, by Kay Wills Wyma. So, grateful that you've been on the show. God bless you. Thanks for being Thank here, Kate. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, take care. Thanks. Okay, I want to remind you, please go visit the Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey on your way to Breck, especially as the key, ski season is going to be coming up here soon. Fabulous down-home cooking. Uh, everybody feels loved, I think, when you go there. So please visit Chip at the Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey. Uh, okay, coming up next week, we may have Dr. Emerson Egerich of Love and Respect. I can't uh, confirm that absolutely, but uh, get some great marriage advice if we're doing that. And we may have one other guest, but uh, just tune in because we're going to help you as a mom no matter what. God bless you. Thanks for all you do as moms. When you think nobody sees and appreciates it, we do and God sees. Thank you for raising your children well. It's going to make our world a better place. Have a blessed weekend. Thanks for joining us for Channel Mom Radio. We depend on listeners like you to help us reach moms and families through radio and outreach. Check out two simple ways you can help. First, submit your mom question to be read on the air at Channel Mom. Simply submit questions on the Contact Us page at ChannelMom.com. Second, you can receive a CD of today's broadcast when you commit to a monthly gift of any amount to help Channel Mom serve moms through media and on the ground. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click Give to CM to donate. Be sure to note which Channel Mom show you'd like on your personal CD. Then we'll send your inspirational CD as our thanks to new Channel Mom partners. Channel Mom's mission is to provide media that uplifts moms and outreach partnerships that serve moms and families in order to share the love of God. View our past shows on video or listen to our podcasts on ChannelMom.com or share with us on Facebook and Twitter at Channel Mom. Channel Mom Radio. We're here for you.